This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 659, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 6th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 659. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, March 6th. I am your host, Adam Chapman. Uh, let's just jump right in, why don't we? Uh, when we're looking at the books that came out on the week of March 6th, uh, there's actually a lot of books that came out. I only had a chance to read just a handful, unfortunately, uh, to talk about today, but uh, there were a lot of books that I am still excited about reading at some point. Um, some of the highlights include new issues of Adventures of the Super Sons, the first issue of Age of X-Men, Prisoner X, uh, new issue of Batman which I have been enjoying for the most part, uh, Black Order, Champions, Conan the Barbarian, Deadpool, Deathstroke, Doomsday Clock Number 9, uh, Female Furies, Green Arrow, Justice League, Killmonger, Meet the Skrulls, Star Wars, Star Wars Age of Republic, Padme Amidala, Star Wars Vader, Dark Visions, Suicide Squad, Black Files, Green, The Green Lantern, Uncanny X-Men, Young Justice, and Ziggy Pig, Silly Seal Comics Number 1. So what books did I have a chance to read? Well, it's a short list, but if we start with Amazing Spider-Man 16.HU, it bugs me that they even bother calling it HU because it feels pretty integral to um, the Amazing Spider-Man run that Nick Spencer's writing, so I don't even know why they bothered with this. Uh, it's by Nick Spencer with artwork by Iban Coelho. I freaking love this issue. I thought the artwork was great. It was really on point. I loved how Nick Spencer really went a further deep dive into everything that Felicia's been dealing with uh, now that she knows who Peter is again, now that he revealed himself, and the fact that she has these kind of memories flooding back into her head. Um, and kind of, it's just an interesting concept, the idea that, you know, this thing was missing. They're kind of using it to retcon why she turned villainous, which, you know what, I'm okay with it just because I'm happy with where we're going with it, that she's going to be a hero again, or at least not be the outright crazy villainous that she was for a while. I like that they're kind of fixing her. Uh, it's one thing I never liked about the Dan Slott run, what happened to Black Cat, so I really enjoy uh, this interpretation of the character. I thought Coelho's artwork was just extremely enjoyable, very much on point, uh, just very strong artistically. Um, I like the flashbacks, I like the colors there. Uh, I just thought it really it moved quickly. There was there was action, there was flashbacks. I felt like this was just such a good character centric issue. Sure, I guess it's mostly a, a black cat issue, but you still have Spider Man in the flashbacks, which is definitely interesting and um, is an interesting kind of recon in terms of something that he gives her, which I thought kind of made sense for the character. And and again, character wise, this feels true. Um, so this is you know this is. We're not quite at Hunted yet, or The Hunt. Uh, no, I guess it's Hunted. Uh, we're damn close. In fact, I mean, on the 13th of March, the day I'm recording this, we already have the first issue coming out. Uh, the only bad thing about this issue is, I guess, the uh, the cover uh, by Greg Land, which is just a very stereotypical Greg Land cover. Um, but once you get to the interiors, it's so much more. And uh, I really like that page of... There's a page of uh, Black Hat... Uh, hugging Spider-Man with his mask off and then just the idea that when the mystical whammy happened and she kind of lost her memories of who Peter was uh, what that visibly looks like to her memories of having this man kind of disappear in her arms um, it's very interesting to kind of have uh, an exploration of what it really means to have been affected by the mind wipe that uh, took away everyone's uh, remembrance of Peter as uh, Spider-Man after one more day which I, no one's ever really made use of that um, in as meaningful a way as it is here We've had some purists find out, obviously, um, but this one I thought was the most visceral reaction of someone who actually loved him. Not just like a good friend or even a best friend like Johnny Storm, but this is like the person who loved him the most at one point um, and just what that was like. So I, I thought this was extremely good. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. It was just such a good read and definitely got me hyped up to read The Hunted just because, uh, man, Nick Spencer knows how to write a comic. 
maybe not all the time, but uh, no one's you know no one bats a hunt a thousand. But uh, this is one hell of a strong issue. Uh, next up, we have Avengers number sixteen or Legacy number number Legacy numbering seven oh six. This is by Jason Aaron uh, with art by David Marquez, color art by Eric. God, I, I'm not going to say it. It's Arcianega. Ooh, I, I butchered that. Lettered by uh, Virtual Calligraphy's Clayton Cowles, and uh, the covers by uh, David Marquez and Matthew Wilson. Um, I like this. It, it, the whole everything that Jason Aaron's been doing with the Avengers is definitely you know big, big, bold, over the top kind of fun action. And I thought this was uh, really you know enjoyable. Um, it didn't really. I mean, it definitely moved the storyline forward with the colonel and his and his uh, his other vampires um, and other undead, and that's definitely interesting. Um, but most of this is obviously more about the Avengers fighting uh, Robbie Reyes and him kind of ends up leaving the team. Um, and, and there's we have the vampires being created here, which is interesting. We have you know we see a glimpse of Ghost Rider, who knows what that's going to mean. Um, and I guess Johnny Blaze has been written by Jason Aaron before, so it's not like he's an alien to the character. Um, as as an ending to the storyline, I felt like it didn't quite have the punch I wanted it to. It definitely has some interesting character beats, and I did like the artwork by Marquez a lot. And I love the block, uh, sorry, the Red Widow uh, is definitely creepy as as hell. Um, it just didn't quite land on all cylinders for me. It's still very enjoyable. I'm still going to give it a seven. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's that. And then uh, next up, uh, last up, is Immortal Hulk number fourteen. Uh, this is by Al Ewing, artwork by Kyle Hotz, and this was different, um, but very character centric. Uh, all about Betty, uh, and also obviously about Bruce, um, which was just. I thought the artwork by Hots just seems so perfect for how creepy and weird um, the storyline has become, and I really enjoyed it. And the, the decisions made here, and the, again, the horror vibe is is so amazing here. Having um, Leonard Sampson at the end is a you know a cool touch as well. Like it doesn't have quite the same level of creepiness in terms of the Hulk as Bennett was doing because Bennett's Hulk was creepy as hell because he wasn't like kind of the standard super strong Hulk he was kind of this creepy more sinewy but still strong version and this is a little bit more of a classic version by Hots but everyone else is just so creepy like the shot of you know I'm, I'm sure it'll be retconned in some way but it looks at least here like Betty gets shot and had him killed in front of Bruce Banner which is nuts like I just I found this entire issue so engrossing and the artwork so you know dark and moody and it really got me really wrapped up in the entire thing and um, no this was this was just so good and this it's a story. I mean, the last couple of issues were definitely a little bit crazier with the whole everything in hell business. But this issue was just right back into very character centric, um, understandable feelings and how these characters, you know, what they even look like after all these years and how they interact with each other uh, in in the. the you know, they've, they've been, everyone, it feels like everyone's been a Hulk and everyone's had issues and. Uh, I like that you know we go back to Betty because Betty for a long time was kind of the lightning rod. Eventually, every Hulk story would come back to her, and then for a while she was kind of off the table. So I like when she's back, and I, even though she's you know ostensibly murdered here, uh, I'm going to give this a nine. This was so good, and uh, yeah, it just it really makes you want to know what the hell are they going to do next. And that last page is just such a killer. Um, obviously, I, I loved Bennett being on the book, but having Hots, uh, I guess, spell him for an issue if it's going to look like this, you know, bring it on. It's uh, there are points here where it almost felt less like Hots, and some of the uh, pencil work reminded me of Ryan Stegman. I don't know, I 
I don't mean to compare them as artists because obviously they're very different and do different things. But there was a few shots here at the beginning of the issue where I thought it kind of reminded me of some of the ways his characters look exaggerated in the faces, especially at the funeral. Um, but later on, especially when you have the shot of Bruce Banner uh, waiting for Betty and this, the shot of his face, like that's such a Kyle Hotz thing. Um, so anyways, this was, this was immense. This is incredible. Um, I so enjoyed this. And I uh, loved every minute of it. And when it was over, I just wanted to read more of this. Like, this was good. And I love the, the name of the issue. We only meet at funerals. Uh, so, again, this is Al Ewing, Kyle Hotz, uh, pa- Paul Mounts just killing out on, our, on color art. I'm going to give this a nine. That is well-deserved. Uh, looking ahead to next week, uh, books I'll be talking about in our next Reviews episode will include... Uh, new issues of Superman, uh, which I've already read, so I know for sure we'll be talking about that, as well as the next issue of Amazing Spider-Man, uh, which is the first chapter of The Hunted. Um, so those I'll for sure be talking about, and I might be re- talking about some of the other books, including uh, Age of Conan, Bellet, or B- Billet, uh, Queen of the Black Coast, X-Men, sorry, Age of X-Men, Apocalypse and the Extracts, Age of X-Men, The Marvelous X-Men number two, as Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers No Road Home. I'm, man, it's weekly, so it's killing me. I'm really falling behind. A new issue of Dead Man Logan, Justice League Dark, The Magnificent Miss Marvel has its launch. The second issue of Marvel's Annotated comes out. Uh, Old Man Quill, Red Hood Outlaw, Runaways, Shuri, spider Gwen, Ghost Spider, Spider-Man Deadpool, Star Wars Age of the Republic, General Grievous, uh, The Batman Laughs, The Grim Knight, Punisher, Tony Stark Iron Man, um, Uncanny X-Men Winter's End Winter Soldier X-23 and X-Force are just some of the books that come out on the 13th of March thanks for listening to this episode you can always email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com like the show on Facebook read and review us on iTunes subscribe to us on iTunes and also listen to us on Stitcher thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time bye bye